0: Hello and welcome to the Clubhouse, Golf Monthly's weekly look at the various different events around the world in golf. Today we talk easy golf course setups and predict our European and USA Ryder Cup teams for whistling straights next year. Hey guys, it's Brooks Koepka and I just wanted to welcome you guys to the Golf Monthly Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Clubhouse. My name's Tom Clark and I'm back after little rest, uh, and I'm joined as ever by someone who never rests, and that's Elliot Heath. How you doing, Elliot? Hello, Tom. Yeah, good to Oh, you're all right there? Your, your voice was going there. You got a cold?
1: No. Um, <laughs> yeah, good to be on this side of the microphone this time, as opposed to yours. Uh, once again, it... I realise how difficult it is to present the podcast and uh, I think you do a fantastic yeah, job. Yeah, having
0: to control people is really tricky, isn't it? Stop playing with your microphone, Elliot. Leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what's the goss? Enjoy your went- week at Wentworth? Yeah, Wentworth was really good. I managed to get there for one day, didn't I, on the Wednesday and the glorious sunshine and I just followed around a load of England cricketers, didn't I?
1: Yeah, our weather was amazing that week. Apart what? from Sunday, uh, I think it was a great week for the European Tour. Danny Willett was a brilliant winner. John Rahm was up there as well. So, yeah. Yeah, it couldn't really have gone much better for them, I don't think.
0: He's excellent. And then we also had the Dunhill Lynx Championship weekend just gone, which we're going to chat about in a minute. Uh, that was decent as well, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, another massive event. Uh, and then last week, I mentioned it on the podcast paid the Help for Heroes Golf Monthly Forum. Yes, day. you did at Tandridge. Tandridge. So, I think £16,000 was raised for Help for Heroes. So that was a great day, Brilliant. taking the total to over 130 grand for 10 years. So, if you're not a member of the Golf Monthly Forum, guys, uh, it's quite easy to join. Google Golf Monthly Forum. Yeah, and it's a great initiative, and um, yeah, it's a great
0: it's a great place. It's been around forever. The forum's been around longer than I have on the Golf Monthly uh, brand, and. Um, it's full of thousands of people talking about loads of things to do with golf, loads of things not to do with golf. There's quite a lot of football on there, isn't there? And yeah, a bit a, of politics, a bit as of well. politics. Maybe ignore the politics, uh, but loads of great golf questions. If you're interested about anything to do with golf, if you want to get better at golf, or you just want to, you know, meet a load more people who are really into golf, there's a great place to go. And then every, well, actually not. Every year we do this Help for Heroes thing. As you say, they've raised 130 grand in 10 years, which is actually amazing when you think about it, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, and Help for Heroes always support the day really well, don't they? And uh, have some of the guys that they, they've helped look after speak and things like that, so it's really good. But there's also other meets, isn't there? There's, there's loads of other meets that the guys just organise between themselves and you get to go and play some really good golf courses with very much like-minded people. Yeah, so. it's
1: a bit like a family. You've got people all up and down the country, uh yeah great meats like you said and mm-hmm. if you um perhaps if you're not a member of a golf club it's something great to join and you can really have yeah. that sort of camaraderie yeah,
0: absolutely and the, so the help here today was at Tandridge Tandridge has one of the best carveries and desserts available uh that I've ever been to and I've been and eaten a lot at, at a lot of places um did you have the Tandridge pudding, the famous Tandridge pudding? Well, earlier?
1: I thought I did, but I didn't, because the sign for the Tandridge pudding <laughs> was between two, and I went for the, the fruit crumble, which is quite <laughs> Which nice. is
0: quite clearly not a Tandridge pudding. Tandridge pudding is this amazing cakey, Christmassy pudding thing, which is absolutely tremendous. They had a Toblerone cake as well, which was <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's very good at Tandridge. If you ever get the chance to go to Tandridge and have their lunch, then do, because it's absolutely incredible.
1: How did you play? Uh, terrible. The greens were... Honestly,
0: like Augusta, I reckon. How, how would you know how, uh, how quick Augusta? Agreed? Have you played Augusta? Yeah, no. Oh, I have. Anyway, um, yeah, there were putts where you're, like you're downhill,
1: and you're thinking, if I hit it any softer, I'm gonna not even get it halfway, and then suddenly it goes 15 foot by, and you're like, wow, that's made me look silly. Uh, so I think I had 24 points. But solid. Yeah, back to the curry. <laughs> Sorry, curry. I had a curry at the weekend as well. <laughs> back to the carvery. Now I've moved out of my mum's house. Mm -hmm. I don't really have carveries anymore, and this was uh, amazing. Does
0: your mum's is your mum's a carvery? Does she just open her doors to, you know, and just put on a carvery for anyone who's wandering past? Roast dinners, roast dinners. You don't you can't cook a roast dinner,
1: Elliot. I can, but I just haven't really got round to it yet. I had to eat pasta and you know, boring stuff.
0: stuff. I cooked a roast dinner last night. Roast pork, delicious. Anyway, fan of pork. Well, you, you, you're you buffoon. Anyway, let's talk about let's talk no, about, Sorry, um. Oh, hang on. But, if uh, we start, if we talk any more about food, I'm going to pass out with um, hunger. A couple of weeks ago, we had a little
1: argument on the podcast about your handicap, and we said uh, we'll update what score you shot at Barnum Broom on Barnum your, and Broom. Yes, and my trip. golf
0: weekend, I won two out of three matches.
1: But did you play to your 18 handicap? It's
0: very tri- because we it's, we played four like a we don't play an individual comp. We played four balls and Texas scramble and then a singles match play so uh, i played i th- Do you know what i played pretty decent i'll tell you i actually got i actually got cut elliot there you go that you won't expect me to say that well so i played off 18 and i got cut to 17 uh, after winning on the, wow. on the friday i know it's good isn't it i then got absolutely destroyed by my mate on uh, on sunday um i have very big hangover on sunday as well so um, what's Barn and broom like then and broom was absolutely superb it's been done at the hotel and Bari has been done up, and it's really excellent place to go for a golf weekend. Two good golf courses. One's pretty open, uh, but actually not better than I can remember. The other one is so tight, you have no idea. There's some of the tightest fairways that I've ever played in golf. I'm not joking. So uh, no, it's it's good. It's a good place. Um, yeah, excellent place. I'd, I'd really recommend, if anyone's looking for a golf, we can go to Barnum and Broome, And they have not paid me to say that, and I did not get a discount to say that. I just think, I re- just really like it. So, that was, that, was where, so uh, that was my cricket club's golf society. And the first one that we went to was in 2005 at Barnum and Broom, where we went Sunday night to Monday. And we watched, who did we watch in a playoff on the PGA Tour? Tiger Woods won. Who did Tiger Woods beat in a playoff in two thousand and five? You won't get this, but he beat John Daly in a playoff. Oh, right, yeah. And I just remember it vividly. John Daly missed a tiny putt to extend the uh, extend the the playoff. So uh, yeah, it was really good. Fifteen years later to come back, and as I said, it's done up, been done up a bit. Very good, very good. Very good array of gins behind the bar, if you're interested, Elliot.
1: Yeah, uh, now I'm on a diet. I think gin is the way to Yeah,
0: we haven't mentioned your diet, your ridiculous diet. (laughs) Elliot is only drinking green tea in the office, and instead of eating four bags of crisps a day, he's eating one.
1: No, I've completely given up
0: crisps. (laughs) Yeah, how's it going? Have you lost much weight? A little bit, yeah, I think it's going well. Have have you? you sure? Yeah. Would you have a haircut or something? As uh, no. That's a joke. Isn't I've got it? a whole meal tuna wrap for lunch. That sounds delicious. Uh, anyway, let's stop talking about food because I'm getting hungry. So let's talk about some golf. So it was the Dunhill uh, Links Championship at the weekend. Frenchman Victor Perez won his maiden European Tour title, beating. Uh, Golf Monthly columnist Matt Southgate by one. Uh, the rookie graduated from the Challenge Tour last year after finishing third in the rankings. He finished at 22 under par after a final round of two under. Perez, who lives in Edinburgh, moves up 100 places in the world rankings to 72nd. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood and his partner Ogden Pips the second beat Rory McIlroy and his father Jerry McIlroy to win the Pro-Am. Um, a bit on that. Go Rory
1: McIlroy's dad plays off three, and he shot three under gross around Kingsbarns on Friday. And then he shot two or three under on the back nine at St Andrews the next day.
0: He's, he's very, I don't know if you saw anything. And he's 59 years old, so... I think, it's, wasn't it his 60th birthday present? Uh, I the, thought the, that was 60th the, was coming up. I think maybe maybe it is, but it, that was the point that he was playing in, I think... Um, he plays superb, Crikey. No wonder yeah. Roy's good golf. <laughs> I wouldn't want to play them. They, <laughs> no, no. I'd need a lot of They'd shots. Clean up on the Father Son Tour. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, no, I, I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the, the links this uh, this year. Um, Southgate, I really thought was going to win it. I was really cheering him on uh, to win it. He had a few issues chipping uh, late on. On the back nine, especially. And you could tell he was um, under a little bit of pressure. But his ball striking from T to Green was absolutely superb. And Victor Perez, I would just played just that little bit more solid. Obviously, they're both under a lot of pressure. Um, I thought Southgate was going to get it done because he'd won there before as an amateur, I think that's right. Uh, The St. Andrews Cup or whatever it is. Um, So I really thought he was going to be able to get over the line. But uh, no, it was a decent tournament. None of the big names really were at the top of the leaderboard on Sunday, which is a, was a bit of a shame. Um, actually, people seemed to be more interested in the team competition because it was like Fleetwood versus McElroy at the end, wasn't it? So, uh, But a decent week. Bit of a shame that the courses were so wet, they had a lot of rain the days leading up to the tournament, and then the wind didn't really blow. It's amazing how often that seems to happen, that we have a pro tournament around these Lynx courses and the wind doesn't blow and... They play pretty easy and soft, don't they?
1: Yeah, uh, it was almost flooded on the first day. I think Carnoustie
0: th- was flooded, wasn't it? It was there was big, huge. Um, I should say puddles. I don't know if that's the right word.
1: Yeah, but like, fair play to the greenkeepers for getting it in play.
0: Yeah, and um, there were some comments from Rory McIlroy, wasn't there, about uh, saying he was he's been honestly sick of coming back over to the European Tour, and shooting fifteen under par and finishing thirtieth. Um, saying that the courses are too easy. Uh, he then Did he then just kind of backtrack a little bit on that then?
1: Yeah, so he came out this morning and said, you know, it was bad to say it on a week where it was a pro-am on Benign Links because obviously they're making it a little bit easier for the amateurs. Um, he said, I was venting yesterday, but I can assure you it came from the right place. Strategy, course management and shot making are important aspects of tournament golf that Are being slowly taken out of the game at the top level, and he said it's more about the worldwide golf tours, not just Europe. Which he kind of just criticised the European tour initially.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think if we look at the last two weeks, Wentworth, the conditions were absolutely incredible. The course was in superb condition, and if you hit, if you had good, good control of your ball, that you play very well around there, didn't you? And um, Danny Willett. What did Danny Willett shoot in the end? he
1: shot twenty under. Yeah, but in this modern day game, the fourth, the the downhill dogleg left, and the twelfth are both driver irons. So if they just make them par fours for the pros, he would have shot twelve under, which is fair.
0: I'd say. Yeah, I mean they they did seem to, it was ru- it was running quick as well, wasn't it? So the first, for example, which they were getting so close to the green weren't they really
1: yeah ram hit it 380 yards down there
0: which is massive and it's a par
1: five for the members yeah 80 yards in
0: yeah so slightly uh, it was playing slightly downwind uh but because it was so hard this was before the rain um it, it was just playing very very long and they don't put the rough up that much because of they have the big pro am on the Wednesday there at Wentworth, which is a big day, which was a great day to go along, and they had twenty twenty odd thousand people there watching that. Um, and then again with the Dunhill, they had the opposite where they wanted it to be running fast, but they had this huge amount of rain just before it, and then not much wind. And they don't have huge amounts of rough up because again they have got amateurs playing, and they want to make sure that they actually get round in less than five hours or whatever it is so um, it's tricky I think he's got a point but also I I think he's also got to realise actually the courses aren't always like that if you're a member of St Andrews and all those if <laughs> you must be thinking why does it never blow wind when they when they're st- when this tournament turns up, just never seems to do it. We get it every year that the guy's going to play at the Open and it's completely benign. From 365 or 364 days of the rest of the year, it's playing a hoolie, isn't it? So, Well,
1: we've got a lot of people on our comments that are saying, like, it's sour grapes from Rory and he wouldn't be saying this if he won. Um, but then again... we is probably true. We had another comment from my friend, actually, Pete. He said, uh, Rory is not a great putter. So that's why it is. He wants the long game to be tested more, which I think is a fair point.
0: Mm. I know, but Rory can go ballistically low, though. Yeah, when his putter's on fire. Yeah, But obviously, but that's the same is, with But that's the same yeah. with every golf tournament. And that's the thing. I think we've had a comment saying, surely shouldn't he be really be talking about the PGA Tour, actually? Because the PGA Tour is always 20-under plus... And that turns into just simply a putting competition. Whoever puts the best w- usually wins.
1: Yeah, Rory. Um, sorry, the PJ Tour uh, actually has a lower scoring average than the European Tour.
0: So that means it's easier on the PJ Tour. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I think the people
1: would would agree with that. And also, Rory doesn't play a full season on the European Tour. So if he did, he would. Notice that some events are. I think he's just—he
0: was commenting on the last two. He just—he's obviously played back to back in the European Tour, and he's just commenting on what happened. Um, I think, you know, going to the those great links courses up there, um, they could be playing so much harder, and it just so happened that they weren't because it was—they got that huge amounts of rain Wednesday. Anyone sees the pictures of Carnoustie, it looks like it's underwater. So, um, yeah, maybe he's got a point. Maybe maybe it's sour grapes, but. I think it's just nice that Roy's playing. There was a really good field, wasn't there? It was great to see all those guys playing, and um, I think there could have been a few, a few more Americans over there. Um, and then, you know, finding out about a bit more about Links golf and getting involved with the great tournament. Tony Finau played really well. Um, I think he got a lot of love from the crowd as well. Actually, so I think he's a very popular guy at the moment, isn't he? So.
1: Uh, yeah, um, Adam Scott will agree with McElroy because remember Adam Scott said about smartening courses up and making it more demanding for the drives. Mm. I think that's the way professional golf yeah. should go. The,
0: yeah, they are got, but the rough up, have Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's a Lynx course. L- Lynx courses, they... Sh- rough is usually up. It, it was obviously a little bit down, wasn't it? They yeah, always, I think this is just a cut, one-off week. They always cut it back for this because the amateurs are playing all week as well, which some people like, some people don't like. Um... It obviously brings a lot of money into the game, and um, actually, I think a lot of people would have actually liked watching some of the the pros. Jamie Redknapp played; seemed to play very well with Luke Donald, didn't he? So, uh, um, I think you know, I think that's will bring a few people into the game.
1: <sighs> not a fan of these programs. I know, really, I, I, I know. You know, know it's know. personal opinion. Isn't I know it? you're not. Illiterate. I know you had a great day looking at the cricketers, didn't you?
0: I, I'm much before having the Wednesday program than having the amateurs playing with the tournament. I think it does. It does change the setup of the course and stuff like that. The 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 Wentworth Prime Day with all those stars uh, was brilliant, and with twenty thousand people there, some of the setup they got at Wentworth now, where they've got a little bar areas and food areas next to the tees, and they got autograph zones. The kids running around, they were absolutely loving it, and that's they'll be they'll remember that for so long, and they'll get that you know that will be in their brain and they want to get into golf because of that um, there's no doubt about that I think that's they've really nailed that um, yeah excellent day. I'd say if anyone had a family and wanted to go and maybe check out the golf tournaments the day I'd say to go is go to that program because you get such good access to some of the players and it's obviously at Wentworth and it's, it's beautiful there as well isn't it so um, you also hunt around the bushes looking for Pro V1s can't you did you, <laughs> did you do that earlier no you sure no okay
1: no, um, not this year. Nothing. Uh, like
0: that. <laughs> uh, there was also another event last week, uh, the Safeway Open, and it was a an emotional victory for Cameron Champ, who won his second PJ Tour title by one from Adam Hadwin. Uh, after he buried the 18th. It was an emotional day for the American whose ill grandfather, uh, who talked in the game, was watching on from uh, his hospice where he's um, unfortunately suffering with cancer. Uh, Champ said, no matter what, even if I never win another tournament again or I win however many, this will definitely be the greatest moment of my golfing career, which is an incredible thing to say, isn't it? And shows how much it meant to him. Uh, he also jumps 100 spots in the world ranking to 70th. Uh, it also gets him into the Masters for next year, so uh, an amazing week week for Cameron. Schoen. Yeah, well done, Cameron. Good on the family.
1: He said uh, it was almost meant to be, so yeah. Um, thoughts with his grandpa. He's hoping his grandpa makes it to April to watch him tee off at the Masters. Yeah, but he said he probably won't.
0: Yeah, it's obviously a very tough time for the family, and and um, he played really solid. Um, when I when I first met him, he was he's five shots clear and then Adam Hadwin really tried to ruin the day, didn't he? by playing some <laughs> exceptionally good golf. And uh, Hadwin is one of those players who uh, he's he's a bit under underrated, I think, on the PGA tour. Yeah, so um, he played particularly well. It was it was very different to watching the Dunhill Links Championship. I can tell you that because of the uh, different setup as did, they play did in. Did two
1: champs birdie on the last? Yes, three hundred and seventy I, I
0: I would have missed that part. I would have missed that putt yeah, with no one watching so uh, it was a very good putt to, for him to hold it, you know, under that much amount of pressure so um, uh, really, really great stuff by Cam Champ, who I'd managed to tip the week before so, oh,
1: See, I'd almost not forgotten about him but just dismissed him there was such hype over him last year and then this year he's missed 10 cuts fell to 180 in the world or something and uh, this is a good reminder that he's still a great player with a good he's future He's
0: got incredible swing, hasn't he? Yeah do you think it's a swing? That, it's a swing that maybe does crack a little bit, maybe under pressure sometimes. Well, it
1: must do because
0: he he hasn't had the best of years. Yeah, and he's got a few mo- more moving parts than it should. But uh, yeah, he's a very exciting player to, to to watch. I I wouldn't mind watching him and seeing him do well. To be honest, yeah. yeah. Um, Other things, other news. Uh, Spain's Carlota Seganda won her first title in three years at the Estrella Dam Mediterranean Ladies' Open. It was her first pro win on home soil, and she beat Germany's Esther Henselwight. Have I said that right? I think so, yeah. By one. So, well done to her. Uh, This week, what do we have happening this week?
1: Right, I'm looking forward to the pronunciation here.
0: Good luck to me. Right, we have the Spanish Open, which is usually a decent... Field isn't it? We've got John Ram, Sergio Garcia, Rafa Cabrera Bello, who all tee up. Uh, <laughs> you've written this for me, and, and firstly, the sentence doesn't make sense. I think you've missed a word. Uh, they're, but they're playing in Madrid, aren't they? What's the course called, Tom? <laughs> you oh, no. to, please do, please do tell us. So sorry, not the course, the event. Please.
1: We are. It's, it's, it's the
0: Spanish Open. What are, you, what are you talking about? No, it's actually the Mutu.
1: Muto Activos <laughs> Open de España at the Club de
0: Campo Villa de Madrid. This wow, week. it's like a, you speak Spanish every day. <laughs> um, John Ram defends the title. He won last year, obviously. Uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez, also playing. Jose Maria Lathabal, also playing. And a Spaniard's going to win, surely.
1: Well, one of these three, surely. So Rahm's just finished second at Wentworth. Garcia just won in Holland and Cabrera Bayo just finished third at Wentworth or whatever. Uh, and it's the first time all three of those have played the Spanish Open together. And
0: why is that, Elliot? Uh,
1: probably because the Mutu Activos have um, added a little bit of money in them. I wasn't
0: going to say, no, I've, I've teed you up there and you've missed the ball uh, because of the new rule that they're supposed to play in the Home Open. Yeah, has that not always been a rule? No, it's not always been a rule, has it? But I think that's certainly happened. The European Tour saying that they they should be playing in their home Open. Certainly, um, if they don't play in their home Open, they have to play two new events. Is that correct? Yeah, that's I'm correct. just made that up. I'm I? you're looking at me like I I think I, that's you're, you're looking at me like I was speaking my bad Spanish again. There, <laughs> I think that rule has
1: been scrapped though because that's what McIlroy encountered, and that's what. Ended- I think it's been scrapped for Rory.
0: I don't know if it's been scrapped for everybody else, but. Um, yeah, I think yeah, this is the whole point of that though is trying to get these uh, home nation players to play in their home opens, and uh, should be a really good event, shouldn't it?
1: Yeah, um, this has been guaranteed until twenty twenty three as well. So with a massive field like they've got in Spain, loads of home players, and uh, a future confirmed for the tournament, I think it's a really exciting time for youngsters in
0: Spain. Yeah, and it's
1: continue producing great players. Yeah,
0: and we'll come on to our predicted European Ryder Cup team, an American Ryder Cup team, uh, in a little bit. But um, three players there who will all be in contention for playing at Whistling Straits uh, next September. Yeah, two so, definites there. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, ro- well, you say definites. Let's come on to that. We'll come on to that. Um, yeah. So, who do you think out of those ones that are going to win? I think John Rahm. You've gone for Rahm, I'll go for Garcia. Yeah, things didn't quite go his way on
1: the final day at Wentworth, but maybe this Sunday they will.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Sergio, in good form again, always plays well in Spain. So, it will be someone else. Who would it be? it will be another random Spaniard. Could
1: be Ad- Adriano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could be um, Miguel Angel Jimenez.
0: I doubt it, but you never know. Uh, there's another event on the PJ Tour as well, the Shriners Hospitals for Children Open. Dwight DeChambeau defends the title he won last year in Las Vegas. World well number one Brooks Koeper makes his first start since the Tour Championship. Other big names include Phil Mickelson, Adam Scott, Tony Finau, Patrick Cantley. Also, Corn Ferry Tour champion Tom Lewis is back on the PGA Tour this week after playing Wentworth and Dunhill.
1: Potential rider of there, Tom I mean, Lewis. I, I, Do
0: you know what? Just oh, I wish I was there watching this. This yeah. is the event in Vegas. It's going to be really lovely weather. Good golf. Anyone that you think's going to do well out of that lot that we've just mentioned? Um, Adam Scott's in good form. I'll, I'll pick him, yeah. I thought One thing, person to look out for, Phil Mickelson. He's now 44th in the world. He has been in the world's top 50 for 25 years. He is on the cusp of falling out of the world's top 50 for the first time in forever. Um, I do wonder whether he'll probably have a good week. And, and then... The, Get his world ranking back up. He's going to fall out of the top fifty, isn't he? You would think. He's fake. Like he, he's he's a he's a couple of tournaments away. from yeah. falling out. So he needs a good week to. The writing's on the wall, Phil.
1: Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's going a bit far. Father time's catching up with you. <laughs> <laughs> Cry, it. Okay, twenty-four points round Tandridge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think Mickelson's going to have a good week actually, uh, and I do want, want to can'tley. Is he going to continue that good form at the end of, as it were, the last season?
1: Cantlay is an exceptional player, and I think he won this tournament
0: two years ago. Okay, well there you go. Um, so wait, wait and see. For all the betting tips for the say uh, for so the Spanish Open and the Shriner's Hospitals for Children Open, do Google golf betting tips and click on the Golf Monthly article. Um, and now on to the main event Of what we wanted to chat about today And that is Ryder Cup 2020 We are one year away From the 2020 Ryder Cup uh, Which is of course Being played where? At Whistling Straits That incredible golf course uh, In America And Steve Stricker Is the American captain And Patrick Harrington Is the European captain And they will already be thinking About who they're going to be picking And who they want to be in the team The makeup of the team How many rookies Blah 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 blah. And the European tour, uh, uh, the European Rider Cup points started at Wentworth and will finish next year at Wentworth. And the USA Rider Cup points, we found out today because we didn't actually know, actually started at the Masters 2019, but really starts kicking on from the 2020 season. So, the reason why we've got, got a. Um, started to talk about this is because James Fleming from Middlesex Cricket Club hello James great to hear from you uh, if you want to send me any free tickets please do get in, to- in contact um, he said that he'd been chatting at work about who he thought was going to be in the European Ryder Cup team and he came up with this team Roy McIlroy Justin Rose Francisco Molinari Tommy Fleetwood John Rahm Paul Casey Henrik Stenson Eddie Peppel Victor Hovland Beep, 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 beep. Matt Wallace Lucas Beauregard and Matt, Fitz, and Matt Fitzpatrick with quite a few big names missing on that team so we thought oh this is a great discussion let's chat about it on the podcast so myself and Elliot have been writing down who we think is going to be in the team and we're going to go through it so
1: what, sorry, what are your thoughts on James Flemings there? Uh, I think he's a decent team. I mean,
0: the the, the the surprises obviously are in there. There's a few rookies that he's he's picked. He's picked Peprow as a rookie, Hovland as a rookie, Wallace as a rookie, Biergard as a rookie. Um, so that's four rookies, which you probably don't want more than four rookies, do you?
1: Well, I was in Padre Carrington's presser last week at Wentworth, two weeks ago it would be, and he was really stressing the importance of rookies and how... You need them to bring in new life and yeah. things like that. So I think four no, is a good was, number.
0: Yeah, I think four... Yeah, that's the thing. There is You want some rookies in there because if you're looking at, at the history of the Ryder Cup, you don't want to have, suddenly have... As Europe had... Uh, when was it? In 2016?
1: Yeah, when we had six.
0: When we had six. And that was far too many. And you, you then... You suddenly got well you've got at least six people who who won 't be rookies anymore, but that just was impossible to manage i think um although it didn 't get managed particularly well i thought but um so he 's gone for that for those guys, but there 's some big names he's he 's missing from that team, such as the open champion Shane Lowry, who would also be a rookie of course there 's also of course uh, no record European points scorer in Sergio Garcia there as well, and he 's obviously just won recently so um, that's just two names that have um, jumped out at me. I'm sure there's others in there. Um, no, Poulter, if he gets a chance to get in there or not. Um, yeah, it's going to be... It's gonna be. There's a lot of names to fit into 12 spots, isn't there?
1: Yeah, I'm very confident in my team, actually. Oh, OK,
0: OK. Well, yes, you're so Could, confident. Can How I read it, read it out? Well, let's just go... To, you know, let's not just bore people with lists, but let's go through it. So if we go through who we think's from his team... And our teams are going to definitely be there. Definitely be there. So, yep. Rory McIlroy, yes. Yeah. Justin Rose, yes. Molinari, definitely. Yes. John Rahm, definitely. Fleetwood, definitely. So that's uh, how many? That's five. Yep. Let's go for six.
1: Sergio Garcia is hundred percent on that team.
0: Although... Ooh. OK, so he hasn't... So hang on, let's let's sit with his. Let's go Casey. Do we think Casey's definitely going to be in there? I think Casey's definitely yeah, going to be in there. Yeah, I think definitely. He's playing really well. He's won, what, twice this year? Uh, yes. Yeah, so he's... I think Casey's going to get there. He's top... What, is he top 15 in the world? Uh,
1: he's like top 12 at the moment.
0: Yeah, so, well, yeah that's top 15, isn't it? Uh, so that's six. That's half the team that we think definitely nailed in 100%. Uh, I'm going to tick off on my one as well. Did we say Rahm? Yeah. We did say Ram, yes. Because he's definitely going to be there as well. And Fleetwood. Even though Fleetwood hasn't actually won this year, but he Fleetwood's playing really well. So, let's talk about the people that, he hasn't, that perhaps he hasn't spoken about. Sergio, we both think Sergio's going to be there,
1: don't we? The only thing is, I'm not sure that he and Harrington get on.
0: I don't know why I think that. Is well, that they true? Do- well, they, no, they, they're true. It's true. They don't. But I think also it's um, reasonably... Um, um, I think they've sorted out some yeah, of the differences. Yeah, they'll put their differences aside. I think, well, they, they've had this, well, they've had issues. In the, you know, they've had... Um, do you remember Harrington's uh, PGA Championship win? Yeah. Yeah, that was him and Sergio going down there. And I think there was a little bit of bad blood there. I think some of that's been put to rest, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I, I'm talking for them. Uh, but... Whether whether if Sergio needs a pick to get into the team, will Harrington give Sergio a pick? Who knows? But um, I think Sergio will will qualify automatically anyway.
1: Also, if he doesn't, I think Harrington's vice captains will also help him make the decision yeah. that Garcia needs to be there.
0: So the other the other people that we need to chat about then. So one of the person we haven't mentioned who's been an absolute stall is Henrik Stenson. Yes. So he. Uh, James has said Henrik Stenson. What do, what do we think?
1: For me, I think Stenson and Poulter are battling out for the last spot on the team.
0: Okay, I I don't think you're going to be a million miles away. I Stenson hasn't had the best year. Everything you put the mockers on him right at the start of this year, slanging him off know. in a podcast, didn't you? You didn't. You didn't. So, um, sorry, we got our seven there with Garcia. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's let, hang on. Don't, see, presenter here. They're, they're sort trying to the yeah, presenter job again. So let's just talk about Stenson. Stenson has had one of the best partnerships in recent Ryder Cup history with Justin Rose. Hasn't had the best year, but maybe he's been sorting his, you know, his game out a little bit, and now he's really trying to think. right, next year is a huge year in golf four majors, the Olympics where he was a silver medalist last time and the Ryder Cup. Stenson's going to have a big chance, isn't he? He's going to be in every single one of the big events. He's going to be very close, isn't
1: he? Yeah, my only thought is that he was injured at the last one, wasn't he? He only played twice. Uh, he, he'll be 44 next year. I would personally still pick him. Yeah. But uh, I I don't think he's a definite.
0: No, no, he's, not, he's definitely not a definite, isn't he? he he's one of the definite... He's one of the definite maybes, yeah. <laughs> and Poulter, who had a very good start this year, got in back into the world's top fifty. Has maybe faded a little bit, but Poulter has been playing really solid golf. I feel, and he's he's going to be he's going to be named. He's going to have he's going to be in the reckoning. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. He probably will need a wild card pick. Um, so that's Stenson Poulter. We've talked about them. Uh, let's talk about him now. Victor Hovland.
1: I think Victor Hovland will definitely be on the team. I th- <laughs> think he'll qualify automatically through the PGA Tour. He'll, he's surely going to win one or two times on the PGA Tour next year.
0: He hasn't won once yet. Yeah, but he's getting very close. Okay, Hovland. I mean, there's so many names. So we, at the moment, we think we've got seven with, with Sergio, yeah? So there's five spots. Let's talk about the people. How many? So five spots and the people up for grabs for those spots. Stenson, Poulter, Hovland, Matt Wallace. We haven't mentioned. I was just going to mention him. He's. I think Matt Wallace is also going to be a definite. I think I've he. I've got him written down. Matt Wallace. We haven't mentioned. Again, Shane Lowry. We haven't got him in as a definite, but we think Shane Lowry is definitely going to play, don't we? Because no. we think, not as the Open champion, whether he has a good year or not, in the next one, we think Harrington will pick Shane Lowry. So. If we put Wallace and Lowry in, maybe we've rushed with Wallace. I don't know. That's nine. Buergard. Oh, I think Beauregard is going to have to have a very good year. At the moment, I don't think he's playing well enough, actually, to, to, to play. Uh, Fitzpatrick playing so solid. Look at his... To his, his uh, what's his world ranking at the moment? Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's up at 29th, which is very high. But... 20, he's 29th in the world. Yeah. There's There's only... 20, there's 24 spaces, you know, 12 Americans, 12 Europeans. He's going to be in the top 24 players at the moment. And he's had, a, he, although he hasn't won, he's had a load, a load of top tens.
1: But uh, if he qualifies, then fair play to him. But like Bierregard, they haven't had the success.
0: I think Fitzpatrick's playing much better. In America. Fitzpatrick's playing much better than Bierregard at the moment. Yeah, um, at
1: the moment, but we're a year out.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But
1: these guys, uh, if they don't qualify, not a rookie. They don't as well, Fitzpatrick deserve to be there, I've and to qualify, they need to win a WGC or win a really big event, not just European Tour Ooh. events. Okay, well, like Wallace won four European Tour events, know, the last but they time were particularly
0: low-ranking ones, though. Um, Fitzpatrick has made it, has played in the Ryder Cup in America already, so he's won. Other names? I've T- got another T- definite. T- another definite. Yeah. Who's your other definite? Danny Willett. Danny Willett. We haven't mentioned Danny Willett. Just won at Wentworth. So he's right at the top of actually the uh, the points at the moment. I think you're right.
1: I think he's got the experience and he's t- completely turned a new corner.
0: Yeah, Won the Tour Championship last year? Yeah. Won the BMW this year. I think he's going to be in, isn't he? He has to he's be, He's going to be in, play every major, play every WGC. He's got a chance to get loads of money, loads of points. I think you're right. So that's 10... We've got 10, haven't we? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So McElroy, Rose, Molinari, Fleetwood, Rahm, Casey, Garcia, Wallace, Lowry, Willett. Which means two... I haven't put Hovland in there, which I know you're not going to be happy with, but... So it means two wild cards from Stenson, Poulter, Pepper Hovland, Fitzpatrick, Tom Lewis. Alex Norren. Alex Norren, who played last time. Um, yeah it's that's Rafa Cabrera Bello I haven't mentioned him he, he he was one spot away from winning last time so who's your two from that um, how, many, how many rookies in there we've got Lowry Wallace Wallace uh,
1: I would take Hovland as number 11 as a rookie Hov and then Marty Kymer, we haven't
0: mentioned Marty I would
1: probably go Stenson for number 12 over Poulter and bring Poulter as advice.
0: I don't think you're going to be miles away from that.
1: I think Wallace is kind of the new Poulter, isn't he?
0: Yeah, Wallace well, is going to be very pumped up. I mean, Poulter's unique in his case that, you know, he he, he walks the walk, talks the talk, does it all. You know, he, he calls himself self-proclaimed <laughs> postman, but then actually does deliver, doesn't he? Um you can't deny that.
1: No, like a, an amazing win against world number one Dustin Johnson at Le Golf National last year.
0: Yeah. Uh, the reason why I just suddenly mentioned Martin Kaymer there is because he did win the PJ Championship at uh, Wesley Race, although that was a, a while ago now. Um, Something seriously got
1: to turn around for So I think
0: maybe McCroy, Rose, Molinari, Fleetwood, Rahm, Casey, Garcia, Wallace, Lowry, Willett, Hovland, Stenson. Yeah. Stenson slash Poulter.
1: I think the new blood of Hovland if he can so means to score, missing needs out April
0: Biergaard, Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Tom Lewis Peaceberger match Guido I wonder if he's going to he could have a good year so um, and that's without someone playing out their skin who we haven't even mentioned which will happen yeah so uh, yeah, that's a decent team. That's a decent team. Let us know what you think of that European Ryder Cup team. Uh, Email golfmonthly at ti-media.com or maybe easier, talk to us on social media, at golfmonthly on Twitter, at golfmonthly on Instagram and golfmonthly magazine on Facebook. We will put out our teams on social media and look for comments. Um, Yes. Won't we? We will. Yes. So that's the European team. Now let's look, look at the Americans, which I actually think is maybe slightly easier. Um, because they 've got very very strong team, and they know what it is, so you ready to tick off for your american yeah i'm ready kupka yep d j yep thomas yep woods uh i haven't ticked him yet tigers but ty so i the reason why i think tiger's going to be in the team is because uh his master 's victory count counted to, towards this so he 's actually fourth on the points list already uh I, I think Tiger's definitely going to be in.
1: I don't think he should be. Oh, he's not a great Ryder Cup player.
0: Whoa. Don't listen to the hype. Did you not see him at the Golf National last year? Yeah, he was absolutely knackered. He, just, he was having to carry that team. He's actually having to carry, carry that team on his own. I mean, just you know, he didn't even think he was going to be playing golf anymore. Suddenly, he was having to play five matches in three days. <laughs> I wonder who's knackered. I'll be knackered. So yeah, Schuflay definitely Deschambeau. Definitely, Finau. Definitely. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven with Woods. Okay, which I'm going to bracket Woods because you're crying about others. Then I have Patrick Reed. Definitely, Captain America. Uh, Fowler, um, possibly. Yeah, Fowler. I'm going to bracket then. Good experience. And know, he hasn't he hasn't, had, he hasn't had the best year. So, Webb Simpson. Had a very, very good year. He's in a good position. Playing well for them? No? Uh, I haven't ticked him. OK. But so I haven't actually got to a 12 on the US. OK. maybe I thought it was going to be easier. but yeah. So I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8. Woodland? Yeah, I've put him in. I think Woodland's going to be in there, especially as it's as his US Open win went to it. Jordan Speeth? Yep. We've got to tick him. He's, he's got you can't play. not have Speeth on the team. So that's 10... So one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. Now how many rookies are there?
1: Gary uh, Woodland. Gary Woodland. Chauflay and Cantley. Oh,
0: hang on, I haven't said Cantley. Hang on a minute. Did we not? No. That's what I'm just coming on to. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> We're looking at different lists. <laughs> well no, keep up, I'm talking to you. So we've got Cooker, DJ, Thomas, Woods. I'm putting I'm putting Woods on, I'm putting my foot down. We're putting Tiger Woods in, the team. Tiger Woods is in that team, no doubt. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. We've done it again. So we need two from Fowler, Simpson, Cantley, who's number eight in the world at the moment, Kucha, Bubba, lost in the playoff. I've ticked Bubba. Bubba's in my team. Well, you can't tick Bubba. Sorry, I'm not... I'm, not, I'm No. No. He's, so this is what we're, we're captains now. We've got two wild card picks. You've got to pick two from Fowler, Simpson, Cantley, Cooch, Bubba, Mickelson.
1: Cantley has to be in the team, 100%.
0: Overwoods. Well, no, hang on. No, not, we don't have to go overwoods because it's we've got a wild card. We've got two wild card spots. So you, you've got one from Fowler, Simpson, Cooch, Bubba. Uh, I would probably go Kisner over Bubba. But <laughs> you've just put another name in there. I haven't even said Kisner. You're not listening to a word I'm saying, are you? So you want to put Kevin Kisner in there as well? I think so, yeah. So we got, <laughs> So you've got you've got Fowler-Simpson. <laughs> one from Fowler-Simpson, Kucha, Bubba, Mikkelsen, Kisner.
1: Yeah, I think Kisner should have played at Le Golf National. That was a oversight
0: well I know but that's that's the that's the past history I don't think Kisner's I mean I'm picking Ricky Fowler there all day long good Ryder Cup record good player exceptionally good putter as well yeah which is so important in match play I'm 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 going Ricky Fowler I mean Webb Simpson I think's got a big chance of getting in that team as well he was one of the most solid players in the last six months
1: yeah, you know, no, you are right about Fowler.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm keeping Tiger Woods yeah. in, by the good way. Good experience. So how many rookies does that leave? Cantley's a rookie as well. So that would give them three rookies. So if we go Kupka, DJ, Thomas Woods, Shuflade, Shambo, Finau, Reed, Fowler, Woodland, Spieth, Cantley. Oh, that's a good team. That's a decent team. No spot for Webb Simpson there. No for Matt coocher. No for Bubba Watson, no for Phil Mickelson, no for Kevin Kisner. Tough job to have there, isn't it? That is a tough job, yeah. So, yeah, so, we will put both those teaming out onto social media and, um, yeah. I don't know about Woods, come on. Tiger, Ty- I'm ending this conversation with Tiger Ty- Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods is in that team all day long. He'll win, he'll win Augusta again. Yeah, he's not a match, he's not a Ryder Cup player. you He he had to play in a, quite a few bad USA teams haven't he so um, he's a very good player let's not forget about it I mean that's the biggest understatement of the year Tiger yeah, a great golf
1: player.
0: <laughs> I know so uh, yeah exactly you don't drop the goat do you
1: I don't know him and Steve Stricker are good pals though they might want to exactly. form like a, a good a... management duo or something
0: <laughs> he could be his top vice captain Tiger's playing unless he's injured so, fingers crossed. That's a very bold call. Indeed. Right, there you go. Let us know what you think out on social media. And, um, yeah, we'll probably won't listen to you. But, uh, yeah, we'll maybe... Well, not we'll no, no. say that. <laughs> of course we will. We'll we'll talk about it next week. What you, what? you If there's anyone that we've completely forgotten about, or if you think... Do you think Tigers should be in the Ryder Cup team or not? Um, yeah, and go from there. I mean, we haven't... Had, the President's Cup's not happened yet, and Tiger's captioning that. So, um, we'll see if there's any... He's
1: a player captain.
0: Yeah, I know. So, He's playing, isn't he? Yeah. And he's captaining. So yeah. we'll see if there's any interesting pairings that come up from that. They usually are. Um, and there's, there'll probably be some headlines where someone suddenly... Who's going to play with Patrick Reed.
1: Yeah, it's, um, I remember last time Fowler and JT had a good partnership, which Furyk then just completely ignored and put JT with Spieth, didn't
0: he? Yeah, because they're pals. But... Um, yeah, it'd be interesting who Patrick really gets paired with. Maybe someone like Chouffle or something like that. You know, that could be a decent part, part pairing perhaps, couldn't it? So, um, yeah, wait and see. Well,
1: him and Woods weren't very good at, in France, were
0: they? Well, no. So I don't think that'll happen again, will it? So, um, hey, looking forward to it. So, yeah, let us know what your thoughts are. Have we got, uh, talking of social media have we had some questions in from social media as our final thing for the day yeah we had a, a
1: few questions this week uh, Philly Wood f- f- at oh, sorry what's his name Philly Wood hello Philly Wood at Philip Woodlock uh, who says what do you all play off so should we say what everyone in the office plays off uh,
0: Yep, yeah I mean I play off 18 or cut to 17 recently <laughs> uh, anyway what do you play off 5 5 yeah Have you? didn't you just go up to 6 not have I made that up
1: no So um, Sam Who was on the podcast last week Also plays off five He is a Cerebral bandit uh,
0: a Cerebral bandit I'm not sure what that means
1: And then David Taylor 18 as well Similar to you David Taylor uh, We've got to say this He's story. a proper 18 handicap Yeah
0: he had, uh When we last Where were we playing Royal uh, well, Mid Surrey We had a team day um, Team day with some meetings And then we played golf afterwards uh, We were in a very hot room Dave came out onto the team, he was complaining of having a headache. Played of 18, had an... The first on the at Royal mid Summit is a par three. Quite a long, tough par three, actually. Dave Taylor had a complete air shot, uh, then went on to shoot, get 38 points. So he was obviously feeling better after his air shot. Um, so, yeah, Dave's
1: yes, was sneakily getting better. First off the tee as well, so the, the entire group... <laughs> <an inch. laughs> it was very funny.
0: Um, Nick Bonfield plays off a very dodgy handicap of 12, maybe. So, yeah, it's debatable. He has about five or six birdies around and moans. Um, yeah, he doesn't really understand maths or, 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 or sportsmanship, does he? So, um, yeah, he plays off about 12. Mike Harris, editor, has he just gone up to 10? Don't he don't has, know. yeah. Yeah, but he's, um, he, I Yeah, he's playing pretty solid at the moment, though. Uh, Joel Tadman... He's a eight, fa- isn't he, New father. No, he's not. Seven eight. or eight? No, he's not. He's off six, isn't he? Yeah. It hits a, hits a good long ball, but poor short game. Yeah. Talking um, of which, that explains exactly Neil Tappin, who hits it uh, toward distance, <laughs> but then can't hold a putt to save his life. This is brilliant, me slagging off everybody in the, in, in the office because uh, they all slag off my game and I'm well-deserved. Um yeah, that's about... Jez Elwood off five. Je- well, Jez Elwood, you know, solid, very solid golfer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so a few good ones. Fergus Bissett up in Scotland. Well, contributors playing off one or two. Yeah, he's a good he player. He always moans, though. Uh, yeah, he, he he's always quite down on his game usually, but he's a particularly good golfer. One else.
1: of those modest ones.
0: Yeah. Oh, and he shot 74 today. <laughs> um, things like that. So, uh, yeah, no, that's that's... Sums us up. The art team, not so good at golf, are they? They struggle, I think, the art team. They're more... Their handicaps begin with two or double <laughs> figures, so...
1: Um, right, another one. Probably end it on this one. Um, he's, his Twitter name is Yeah, comma. It's Regular, mate.
0: Yeah. Hello, yeah.
1: Um, do you think more celeb slash sports stars should be given sponsors, invites to Puget and Euro tour events like Tony Romo?
0: No. Now, I... <laughs> How did Tony, how, how, I haven't looked, how did Tony Romo do? He was, did he, he just miss the cut? Well, yeah. So he, he was, I saw he was only one shot off the cut at one point on on Friday night. Well, Thursday
1: he shot two under par. Good, good shooting. Absolutely epic. And it's the only reason why I watched the Safeway Open because of him. So PJ Tour guys, just keep inviting Tony Romo. I know people don't believe so, it.
0: Yeah, yeah Tony Romer is a is a very good golfer though. He he is a very good sportsman. He was an American football player. Now he's a broadcaster. He's particularly good at that. He obviously earns a lot of money. Doesn't and he obviously moves the needle as they say. Um he, you you tuned in because of him. Um so that's good.
1: Yeah, um he was playing during the time that they also show Mickelson and Cantley. And I didn't want to see them. I just wanted to see Big Time and big time. <laughs> he finished birdie birdie shoot two under and then I didn't see a second round but Saturday morning I did look and go how much has he
0: missed the cut by and he shot six over in the second round oh he must have oh he must have faded over the last two yeah, holes big time um yeah but this yeah but the only thing is we don't there's no problem having the odd person like that who's a proper golfer who actually has a maybe a chance of actually making a cut um, I don't think you should just put celebs in. Just f- oh no, definitely not. Because they're taking up someone's spot who actually needs the money. Uh, we've said before that at the top end of the game, there's so much money. But actually, we've spoken before about the guys who are on the lower tours, who are struggling to make ends meet. Um, you know, it, they they win two hundred grand a year, but actually, it costs them two hundred grand. A year to get round and play the, these events, so um, we want to make sure that these guys who actually have a chance to make a career out of it, who aren't celebs, um, get those positions, don't we? Take yeah, those, take but those saying
1: players. that, if Andrey Shevchenko got a spot in the Spanish Open this week, I know I'd be tuning in to watch him. I know, but you're. It's the end. It's end. Shevchenko well, it?
0: once opened a door for me at Sunningdale. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is my Andrei Shevchenko story. Wow. He's also quite small.
1: Yeah. I used to caddy at Queenwood and was stood behind him on the range <laughs> for like... That's a much worse story. For like 10 minutes. I once
0: saw Andrei Shevchenko through through a door,
1: f- behind a tree. No, I was right behind him on the range for like 10 minutes and yeah... He's, he's, he's small as so a good player. Yeah, very small.
0: Hell of a footballer. Um... Yeah, I'm not too bothered about that. I'd rather watch some good golfers play. But if Tony- we, sh- we saw we saw what happened this week, the the stories of Perez, who was 170th in the world, Southgate, who was 100 and no more than that, 400 in the world, I think it was, uh, and Cameron Champ. You know, they're the they're, they're the stories which are good stories. They're great stories on their own, and whether we need other people who, uh, you know, maybe get a few people to tune in or whatever. It helps out every now and then, but I don't think we need it every week. Fair point. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Tony a ha- good golfer, but yeah. Is he ever going to win? No. So, if he's never going to win... But
1: making the cut for him is a win, and I would love to follow him and see him make a cut. Okay.
0: Okay, maybe we'll sort that out. One question I was going to ask you, Elliot, is you said when you were at Wentworth that you were going to get an exclusive interview with Victor Hovland, and you failed to do this. Uh, so, how are we going to get you to interview Victor Hovland?
1: Perhaps it will happen in the future, but I was waiting there for half an hour. Yeah, no, I turned I, up.
0: Yeah, no. Well, Hovland obviously was, was a man in demand, and he decided that, that he wasn't going to talk to Elliot Heath. So, <laughs> which is probably a good thing. But uh, no, well, I'm sure we'll catch up with him later. But if you, okay, if you've got one question to ask Victor Hovland in the future, what's it going to be?
1: something music related because he's a metal fan like me so we could have a good chat about our favourite metal bands
0: well uh, do you know I wasn't expecting <laughs> you to say that and um, I look forward to to hearing that conversation it could be interesting so. yeah anyway thank you guys for listening remember to subscribe to the podcast and rate and review us on iTunes follow us on the social media at Golf Monthly Magazine on Facebook and Golf Monthly on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> Elliot Great chatting. Yeah, good to have you back, Tom. Indeed. Great to be back. Hope the listeners enjoyed
1: hearing your dulcet tones. Well, quite. Well, quite.
0: Uh, Anyway, uh, we'll speak to you again next week.